Support for the Pocket Now Weekly comes from Oregon State University. Earn your Oregon State MBA 100% online in a program that's designed to help you move up or make a career change. You can choose from specialized tracks in organizational leadership, business analytics, marketing, or supply chain and logistics management. Get where you're going faster with the Oregon State MBA. Learn more at mba.oregonstate.edu slash pocket now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Pocket Now podcast. TK Bay joins me on this episode to talk about FaceApp. We actually do a little bit of a live demo of FaceApp and make ourselves really, really old, like everyone else was on social media as the app went really viral this past week. After that, we get into a couple of discussions regarding not only the app, but also privacy in general on the internet. During our mid-break, we talk about some of your comments from our previous episode, and then later on, I give you a question so you can answer them in the comment sections down below. Make sure you become part of the discussion so that in our next episode, we can answer some of your comments. And also, don't forget to share this episode to anybody who you think would love to hear this discussion in the background. All right, let's talk about FaceApp and privacy on the internet. Here we go. FaceApp. We're actually going to do this live on the show or <laughs> on the show. So yeah. this is going to be where we're, we're basically, we're, we're breaching our own data right now. <laughs> uh, but I'm anyway, curious. we... We thought we would actually go through this because some of some of the people out there may not be all up on the trends or anything like that. So you might be curious as to why everyone's talking about this app. So we're actually going to look at it uh, live on the show right now. So let me go ahead and just open this up. So this is sorry. So create the create your perfect look with our full size filters. Mm-hmm. Turn yourself into a professional photo. So there are filters for like beautifying you or adding like right there, like. Well, um, and not only that, you can actually even add a beard. If you don't have one, you can take a picture and add a beard, you know? All right. So we're going to we're gonna get into what our personal experiences were like with all of this yeah, stuff. Yeah. Um, I did play around with that too when I first got this app because, um, okay, we're going to get into it in a little bit. Have fun with magic transformations, mix and match styles to find the one. So if you hit start, mm-hmm. now here's, here's the reason why we wanted to start this out this way. Yeah. So after everything that has happened this past week there is now a warning at the beginning at the very first open of the app that says cloud photo processing each photo you select for editing will be uploaded to our servers for image processing and face transformation so when we were getting ready to do this show what i wanted to do was install the app do a live like test of the actual capabilities of face app but mm-hmm. i wanted to do so in airplane mode so if anything, here, let's both try it right now. I'll, I'll yeah. hit agree. I'm going to hit agree. Okay, I'm going to hit agree. And yeah. then I'm going to go into airplane mode and let's see what okay. happens. I'll do the same thing. Airplane mode. All right. Voila, we're flying. All right. So airplane mode, I still say uh, access to photos. You still have to hit allow in that case. And it well, says yeah, looking. So mm-hmm. that, that warning that you just mentioned, by the way, just in case you already had the application installed, it came up after the last update. So they just pushed an update. Yes. Um, as we were starting to get ready and everything, I saw that it needed an update. I clicked it. And that warning came up. So that's something that's new and everybody should see. Uh, but I am in airplane mode now. And uh, in theory, nothing's going to be uploaded, whatever oh, I choose. Oh, yeah. So I just did it. I just found a picture that I was into. And look at this. It's this cat uh, logo right here that says, you're offline. So, okay. Meow. This is all This is oh, all stuff. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. This is all stuff that everyone's talking about. The fact that this app requires an internet connection but the thing is that's not necessarily the whole story here is that face app is a russian application and all of the cultural implications aside there is yeah. this whole idea right now that if it comes from i hate to put it this way but if it comes from china or if it comes from russia everyone just sort of gets 
really it, uh, it's a security co- yeah I, I mean i think it's generally just the security concern especially with the with the stuff that's been going on with the election and so on so it, people are a little bit anxious when you when you hear where the the company's from or where the servers could be so that's yeah. some of the things that people worry about yeah so this past week when face app I, I wonder it's like I, i'm willing to fall on my sword i don't have anything to hide so i'm willing to fall mm-hmm. on my sword and then uh and i'm gonna undo airplane mode and i'll show my before and after. So this is a, here's what I, I processing the photo. The it's uploading right now. <laughs> Dude, they got it. Okay. I'm going to try to grab a picture from, from yesterday when we were hanging out. So uh, yeah, still, I'm, I'm still offline. I realize that. All right. Well, um, one of the precautions that I wanted us to do was to take screenshots of the process rather than actually like, but the thing is it doesn't matter anymore because the photo is literally uploaded to FaceApps. It, it is pro. Yeah. yeah, it is post pro. It, well, it's processed, not post. Yeah. So everything is done. So let's go and do here. So if we do age and I do old, even though this yeah, is a so photo, I, I went ahead and loaded oh the picture, picture in here. How bad did it go, man? It went pretty bad because you know what? I'm wearing all of the same stuff because it's a full body shot. And it's it's me looking all trendy, but then my head just became very wrinkly. <laughs> so um, if I'm not mistaken, so the old and young are the two things that they have that they allow you to use. So I have old. Yeah, young just goes really bad. So be- because of the beard on me, for some reason, going old works great. Uh, <laughs> but I, not necessarily that I look great, but, you know, it's decent. And then there's a smiles option and... Uh, it's still everything is basically for the most part is within the pro uh, pro side. So you you have a way of seeing what it kind of looks like um, on the free one, like the class. There's a classic look, the original look. <laughs> Either way, so, it, it's it is as you said, it's uploading your picture, um, mm-hmm. but supposedly only the image you select, not everything in your gallery. That's I exactly think, something. So that they, we're gonna get into yeah. that a little bit later. But I wanted to like since we're getting into basically the reason why this app became such a big deal this past week. Um, so, okay, now that I've taken the screenshots, I'm actually not going to like save the photo or anything like that. I'm going to go ahead and uninstall the app. And it's not because I, I just thought this thing is crazy. I just, I, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You and it's saying? not even because I feel all that unsafe because of this app. It's yeah. just that, you know, the, we're trying to illustrate for you some of the points that we want to make by the end of this episode. So yeah, face app, that is exactly what we're talking about today. This past week, um, you, you, we just went through it right now. So technically we are a part of the hype, but this past week around Tuesday, Wednesday, when everyone's Twitters were all of a sudden like geriatric people. <laughs> I, yeah, no, exactly. And you didn't see it coming and you were sitting, you were just like, and then suddenly I think was it Marquez that I think I first noticed it with Marquez. Marquez posted a picture and I'm like, wow, he looks very different without makeup. Uh, but no, it, it was just like, I started looking at him like, what is, and then I start seeing more stuff on Twitter and not just Twitter, Instagram kind of was really big on that as well. Yeah, there were a lot of them. Um, did you get into the hype? Like, like I want to get some quick reactions to the app itself. Well, you, yeah. we, we kind of already did that. But did yeah, you yeah. did you do it? Did you participate in I the did. virality? I, I did. I, I was very, <laughs> I I was very tempted, just mostly just to see how it looked, uh, because of the fact that I, you know, with the beard, everything. It generally face tuning applications don't do well with my face because they tend to cut off the beard and do some weird stuff with it. Um, I did it, and 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 for the best part is. Um, I think I t- took a picture of myself and Juan Carlos that we, we were doing a challenge together and I just aged myself and I posted it on my Instagram story and I sent it to Juan Carlos. I said, dude, I, I've gotten a lot older since the last time we hung out together. <laughs> and then uh, it, it actually, you know, I, overall the, the effect was okay. Did I read the, the uh, you know, all the warnings and all of that stuff into it? 
I was familiar with the app from before. I, I, it's not the first time I was familiar with it, but I just didn't realize that there was such a controversy around it. So, yeah, yeah. I, I had to dabble. There was My wife even downloaded it and installed it, and she did a whole bunch of stuff to me that I don't really appreciate. Yeah, and it, it's it's an odd phenomenon that like when something becomes, for lack of a better term, viral on yeah. social media, that it seems like everybody kind of jumps onto it. And, yeah, I did the same thing. Like my whole thing was when I, when I first saw it happening – um, it wasn't even because of any one personality online. It was just that I started to see it en masse. And mm-hmm. uh, another thing happened that uh, we're going to get into uh, a little bit after my little story here, my little anecdote. I installed the application. I took a picture. And then I showed my parents. And I was like, look, and, like physically with my phone. I didn't like download the photo down and then send it to them or anything like that. Which now, live on the show, we realize is, is a moot point because the photo's already uploaded. It doesn't matter. Yeah, the downloading it is, is literally more of the, oh, here, by the way, he's a copy of what we already have. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, I, sent, I showed it to my parents and they were just like, oh, my God. <laughs> and um, we all had a good laugh about it, but that was it. That was literally it. And yeah. I did not... I did not get into more photos. I didn't start to like, because I know some people do that. Like I remember when um, other viral like face filters were happening, like everyone just started putting in every single photo that they possibly could. They wanted to see mm-hmm. how much they could do it. One of my favorite uh, YouTubers, uh, Aaron Hansen of the Game Grumps, he mm-hmm. actually took the photo, downloaded it, added another filter, downloaded it, added another filter. He was kept old. Reapplying. Yeah, he kept reapplying it. He was old six times over. And it looked it looked incredibly hideous and oh my god okay. um i think for the daily this past week um when jaime was talking about it on the daily didn't he and diego do the same thing i think diego did it to him see that's yeah. the thing there, there was a big part of the uh the social media where they weren't even actually asking people's permission the problem with this application and where the way it kind of works yep. you don't need the official person's permission a picture of them posted online even if you take a screenshot of it you're able to post it in and there was a lot of people posting it like uh, famous people and so on but i think from what i remember correctly if i saw uh, the story on instagram diego did it to, to jaime and jaime was like don't do it don't do it don't do <laughs> and it, it became was, the thumbnail was, for the daily yeah, and that became the thumbnail and that that's poetic of course putting jaime in there you know it's like hi this is jaime rivera <laughs> I'm, I'm still here um, he's got a little bit of a dribble there because yeah, just a little. he's 40 years older 40 years but he's still older. wearing he's still rocking out some really good tees you know so that's how it works <laughs> with Jaime that's uh, why the one that I showed earlier is so funny because I'm wearing what is what basically equates to a millennial outfit but then my head is just so <laughs> yeah it, it's like grandpa wants to be the young kid on the uh, on the exactly. town but it's it, it's a it has it's it's so what, the other thing also a lot of people may not re- realize is um, you don't actually have to log into the app. You don't have to use. There's there's quite a bit of information where people are like, well, it has my information and so on. There's like it, a Facebook layer. Right? Yeah, yeah. There, there's there's supposed to be, and most I think, from what I understand, I think uh, even with everybody that I know, not one person logged in, not one person signed up for the pro version. Everybody was just using the free option, and it it was just it, it was comical. I I did the exact same thing you did. I showed it to my mom, and she's like, yeah, you kind of look like your uncle. I'm like, yeah. Then I'm like, that was well, my thing. Yeah, I looked like my uncle in, the, in that, which I thought was really weird because my uncle, it's, it's, he's not blood related to me, so that's kind no, of weird I, for but me. that part of part of the 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 processing and everything is. It, it, I always wonder because in my mind, I, I just the image that I did, and I'll send, and I think I'll send it to you for for later on. 
Um, it literally looks like the um, I forget the name of the character from uh, from Tekken, the the the, uh, the Japanese character with the beard and the hair standing up. Like I forget his name. I oh yeah, up. yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking and about. That mm-hmm. was just literally the way I, when I saw it. I saw him. I'm like, I'm I look badass, just older, you know, <laughs> just older. Yeah. Now uh, to give all of our um, to give all of our viewers and listeners. Uh, well, by the way, welcome to the. Uh, this is a slightly different form, or not even slightly. This is a very different format for the Pocket Now Weekly, um, where we're just talking about one topic, one-on-one conversation, one-on-one on one. So two people, one topic. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really weird to say, but anyway, um, FaceApp is not even that new. It's been around for a while, and yeah, yeah. Um, I think 2017 was when it first came out. And like many beautifying applications, there are a ton of them. And by the way, a majority of them do come from places like China and Russia. So this is not the only app that is like that. I mean, just think of all of the Chinese phones that you might have ever used. Mm-hmm. All of those applications, those are all beautify modes and whatnot. Um, Xiaomi is what? known for for that kind I, of I was, stuff. I was just about to say Xiaomi. Xiaomi is big, and, and there's a lot of options in their camera app. Yep, mm-hmm. native, and they're on. Um, just like any of those applications, it starts off. It starts off simply enough. Uh, you can change your hair color. You can, in this case, uh, the beard stuff was one, and then um, changing your like making you seem younger was already a thing there. The old part was later. Was was actually recent. The, you can yeah. actually make yourself younger. That was one of the original features. And FaceApp has already been in the news for controversy because um, I'll, uh, the, some of the links will hopefully be in the description down below uh, as long as I can find these articles again. But I was reading up on all of this and. A year or two ago, uh, earlier on in the lifespan of, of uh, FaceApp, it made it so that in order for you to look more beautiful, your skin kept getting lighter. So you can just imagine. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you can just yeah. imagine how people reacted to that, to that kind of thing. So in all honesty, FaceApp is not without its controversy to begin with. It's just that mm-hmm. now we live, in a, we live in an age where so much of our data is out there and it's, it's just that now we have an application that literally says in its uh, terms and conditions that everything that it uses can be yes. used for future materials. I mean, let me let me find it real quick, actually. Um, the terms and conditions. I don't know if... Here, why don't I copy this over? Um, TK, I want you to read this for our, for our viewers. So uh, look out in the Skype chat um, right there. This oh, wow. Is, but, this, yeah. is, this is actually kind of... Not disturbing. Oh, it is unsettling when you read well, this out loud. The way the way it reads. Okay, so you grant FaceApp a perpetual, irrevocable, irrevocable non-exclusive, royalty-free, free, worldwide, fully paid, transferable sub-license, sub-licensable license to use, reproduce, modify, adapt, publish, translate, create <laughs> derivative works from, distribute publicly perform and display your user content and any name, username, or likeness provided in connection with your user content in all media formats <laughs> now known or later developed without later developed. That is messed up. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Without uh, compensation, without compensation to you. Whoa. So basically what you're telling FaceApp is that when I use your application, everything that is uploaded because of it can be used in the future. Or, and or if you use it in social media or something like that, the FaceApp uh, company will potentially take those yeah. photos and use it for future marketing purposes. For, for example, future that's development. Just one example, like even mm-hmm. other apps, if they decide to make another app that does something else, they could use some marketing information from this one. Yeah. That goes a little bit of different away from what they said. That so they're saying somewhere, I think they made a statement that the data is only there for like forty-eight hours, 24, yes. 48 hours, supposedly. But this this contradicts that. That's a little bit. 
talking out of both sides of your mouth there. Exactly. So that's the thing. So it's it's one thing for the data to be in the servers and then to go away. That's what Snapchat does. Snapchat, mm-hmm. who uh, already went viral fairly recently because of their gender bending uh, fi- filter yeah. where people were just swapping genders. Um, I remember everyone was going viral on that. And also, that was also another one. Um I'll get I'll get into this topic in a little in, in a little bit. The whole idea that people were doing it to you or to me rather than me actually using it myself, mm-hmm. yeah. um, because that happened a lot. Anyway, Snapchat they say that um, all of the snaps and all of the content that go up on their servers are deleted once every party involved looks at. Basically, once the snap is viewed, it is gone yeah. from the server. And yeah, if it and stays it, on the server because somebody does not look at it right away, it's up there for up to thirty days, and then it's and then it's deleted because mm-hmm. you know the person that you sent your snap to probably ghosted you, <laughs> doesn't want to look at you. Um, <laughs> That's a different case, episode, by the way. A yeah, whole we'll different thing. Yeah, yeah, go, yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh man, we could do a whole episode on ghosting alone. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> why um, she's not responding? But yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's the whole idea behind um, cloud servers is that they bring it up. They they perf- they perform AI functionality on mm-hmm. the uploaded photo and then uh, download down the result to you. Uh, what's different though is that the terms and conditions do make it seem like they keep the content. So that's the reason why there's all this controversy going on right now. I don't know how you feel about all of this. Like when you read something like this, does it make you not want to use this app? It's so t- t- we we have to realize when we when we look at this app we're looking at we're focusing on uh, on you know face app specifically but keep in mind that we normally on a day-to-day basis use different cloud storage type of services that mm-hmm. use our data it's you know because we we say the word you know our data is on the cloud but the reality is our data is on the cloud in multiple buckets in different areas and, and maybe you know not the same people it's not like one area um I mean, so the reality is I really don't have much to hide. I mean, my pictures are mostly backed up anyways to Google Photos. So it's not like I have anything really running. And we're going to get into that a little bit later too. That's actually yeah, a very, which, very a salient point that you just made. And, and, and to that to, to that later on, but the overall, I think my, my main thing when I found out about the, the concerns and so on, the main thing I was, my, my main thing that was kind of very worried because a lot of people were talking about it is that he was uploading every photo. So I tested that out. I went in there and I selected an image, but I only had one image on that phone and i wanted to see basically was it trying to look for more was it trying to do other things i go in, you know i checked the privacy i also looked at the permissions and so on overall you need to understand there is no such thing as free it comes down to that they're really the word free app free download is is not true there is some way that the developers either making money or something that they're doing to compensate themselves or you know fund something as you know we've seen that with many apps instagram we've seen it with whatsapp you know, when Facebook takes over, it, it has to figure out a way to monetize it. Uh, but my concern is, does it really affect me if it's taking one picture that I selected and I personally chose to send to them? I, I assumed that the processing wasn't on the on device. The level of processing and how good it came out, I realized that it was not on the phone because yeah. there's just no way. Um, and yeah, at the end of the day, when I was done with it, I uninstalled it. I mean, I reinstalled it today just for us kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, or it, so just to kind of play with it because, you know, when we were preparing for everything, I installed it and saw the update there. So, uh, But that, yeah. all, that, that all bears in mind that for people like us, 
and I'm talking about us in particular, not any like generalized group. I'm talking about me and UTK. We actually don't use applications like this to the extent that I feel like a lot of people did. Like no. we, we can't, we come in, we have a laugh, we put one photo. Maybe in Jaime's case, he just used it for a pocket now week, uh, pocket now daily thumbnail. Yeah. Um, but even he said in the daily that he was a little bit skeevish about it, which is why shortly after he did what he needed to do, he uninstalled it. Um, so I feel like that's I feel like that's a big portion of it. And um, but but this is the thing. Do we actually have that much control over how much of our likeness or our faces actually go up in the cloud in this way? Because to be honest, I'm not calling anybody out. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. We all are having a laugh. That's the, that's the one of the main points I want to I want to put out there is that despite all of these things happening, it's mm-hmm. it's really important for everyone to know that you know we're still trying to have fun. We're still trying to just enjoy these things that happen. That's what virality kind of creates is like a fun thing for the collective consciousness to have. There's some implications behind that, which is what we're going to talk about later. But it wasn't because I stumbled upon the app and I did something and then I'm like, oh crap, you know, this is really cool. It's because other people, people we know started Mm -hmm. posting our photos on the internet um, that were of the face uh, that were of our faces being old, which meant that they went through, found other people's photos, uploaded them to Face Apps Cloud, and then did that. Because so you, I because had no there control. is no control into what you can update. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So did that? Did that happen to you, or just in general? Not, like, not with somebody online, but that's so. Okay. I, I, before we started the show, I explained that you know my wife decided to go through all of the different filters on this. Uh, so yeah, no, it. It's easily doable. Uh, I mean, obviously, she she has access. There's no issues with privacy there. But it was more about the fact that she was able to do so many different options and send me different examples of things that I didn't even try. I literally went into the app. I tried the aging one, used it, and that was, okay, thank you. That was fun. That one image, I processed it on mine. Um, and I think I didn't even really publicly post it. And I did another one. But the one I did another one with a friend of mine, I didn't really post it online. I shared it directly with that person and said, look how funny it is. And then that was it. Uh, but... Yeah, it, that that's the part that bothers me is the fact that you can do it on other people and you don't necessarily have to, you know, should we ask other people, like if I did a picture of both of us hanging out, should I have to send a message like, hey, uh, you know, Josh, I'm, I'm about to age you and post this picture. Is it okay <laughs> I'm with about you? to age you. <laughs> yeah, it was like, we're, we're about, to, I'm going to bore you so bad. You're going to get, you're going to age right now. <laughs> by the end, by the end of this conversation, you will be two generations older. Uh <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but should we ask? I, I think that, you know, social etiquette, there's another thing part of that. It's, you know, people posting things of you. And the reality yeah. is that, yeah, do you own the stuff? Once it's posted online, once you put it on Instagram, you put it into the internets or the, you know, the social media accounts. Can you really control what happens with it? So with all that in mind, we're going to move from FaceApp into the general discussion about privacy and just how hard it is to be truly private on the internet. Uh, before yeah. we do that, uh, I actually wanted to make sure that we do our recurring segment. Uh, this is something that I want to do more often on our podcast. Um, I didn't put this in the rundown, by the way. This is just going to be us. Um, so the question that I posed last week uh, as Jaime and I were doing our one-on-one discussion was, uh, what do you want to see out of the Samsung Galaxy Note 10? So I have some top comments here that I wanted to, to just sort of name out. I may not name everybody's name, but you know what? We're, we're going through the comments and we want to talk about it a little bit. Um, <laughs> CB2000A, headphone jack, and folds in half perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> I think you think of a different phone there, bro. <laughs> although although we may hear about it. Jack. Yeah, where I was going to say, we may hear about 
the said folding perfectly uh, thing at the same event, but we'll see. That is true. But you know what? A lot of people were saying they want the headphone jack to remain because there there are some idea, there are some rumors that the headphone jack might be going away with the Note. That, that is scary stuff. It's weird because they've stuck to it for the longest time. And to do it on the Note line, it's like, oh, man, that would be scary. Because that's, you know, it's supposed to be the productivity king, right? It's mm-hmm. supposed to be everything the S line is plus productivity plus the S Pen, bigger display, bigger battery it's supposed to be the bigger and to take something out when you have so much space oh man okay yeah, yeah. exactly we're, we're almost there we'll we'll all, we'll all we'll all find that very soon yeah indeed uh expandable memory i mean well expandable storage i feel like they should say but expandable yeah. storage um so we have that as well that one came from uh, milkman 635 uh let's see what else do we have? Now, we had a lot of people also saying, like, thank you for bringing the full podcast back on YouTube. You're welcome. We heard you. Um, you know, we want to bring back the full long, long form discussions. Um, like, like you're seeing right now, we're just focusing on one topic, one general topic. And then in the middle of it, we're just going to respond to a few of the comments uh, from last week. So that's pretty much what we're going to be looking for now. Uh, TK, as uh, Prabin Powdell asks, uh, well, not really asks, but he says 90 hertz display. How important is it for you to have a high refresh rate screen as, as clearly it is for this person. <laughs> so a year ago, I probably would have said not so much, mostly because that I, then we only had really the experience with the uh, Razer phone, the first generation of Razer phone. Mm-hmm. But having had used the, uh, the well, wrong phone, I got to pick up the right phones every once in a while. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the OnePlus 7 Pro um, and having used the, the brand new Razer phone too, as well as some of the other devices that are running higher refresh rates. You know, it's nice. I, I like it and I appreciate having it. Is it important for me as far as just to be able to use the phone on a day-to-day? Probably not. I would rather have the QHD definitely as a base model there, get it in there. Um, and Because anything above 60 hertz, right now we're still having a little bit of a hard time getting uh, compatibility with things that work with it, right? Because games will run maybe maximum of 60. Nothing's really ever going at, 100, at 90 hertz. And the, the very few games are compatible to go to 120. So it's always going to be, for me, I think I would say... It's nice. Is it important? Not necessarily. Okay. As far as the display is concerned, uh, mm-hmm. where is it here? Slick cross, one word. Uh, no damn notch or hole punch. We want a full squared screen. First of all, a square screen, like a Instagram one oh. by one. I don't think so. <laughs> but um, I, I get what you're trying to say there. Uh, we want a, just, just a full screen. Uh, the hole punch, apparently. Now, this is something that I want to ask you as well, TK. Uh, notches or hole punches, do you have an opinion either way? But this particular Note 10 apparently is going to have the hole punch, but it's dead center. Dead center. Oh, man. I, that is just. <laughs> is it weird? So it's. I mean, didn't think it, so. I thought so. I, I so yeah. It, the fact is that you know, with the S line, they went on the whole going to the right, and then of course we had the Honor devices going on the left side. And that was that kind of the camp right there. And then he had everybody else doing the whole pop up mechanism. So everybody's trying to go around being in the dead center. And mm-hmm. Samsung with the Note, at least with the renders that we're seeing, well, actually I take that back. I think it's pretty confirmed. Even with the, uh, I think that little preview image they had, they had it looked like it was kind of centered. Um, I think it's nice. I think it's okay. I think we'll all get used to it. It's it's pretty much something you just have to visually get used to. Um, I do have to say that having the camera sitting on the left or on the right, like the punch hole cameras that we've had, it gets a little confusing because most people assume the camera's in the small in the area in the area where the Note 10 is keeping it. So yeah. I think it'll be okay. I don't think it's too weird. I think it's closer to what we had it in the past, but without having the notch with it. So okay, it's good. Fair enough. Um, I have a couple of things here. Okay, so the last one that we'll talk about just for this last minute or so. Um, Lane or Ian? Ian Wilkes? Um, 
I feel like this is going to be a relic of uh, of generations past. Simply not going to get it. A metal back with a removable battery. Oh no, no, yeah, no. I <laughs> we I don't think they would they would take the Note 10 back to the Note 4. I did, that would be like a like you know that's a, yeah, yeah that's ma- a massive exactly reverse in Google. Upgrade the components of the Note 4 and re-release it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, because that's the last thing, yeah, right? That was the last one. The Note 5, I think, was the first one we got that we started getting the, the glass back. Um, and then, of course, you know, the we don't have a 6. And then we went to 7. 7 had the thing. And then it, overall, I think, no, no, I, I wish. I wish we had the uh, removable battery. But I think realistically, yeah, we, we should have embraced the sandwich and move on. Yeah, indeed. I think, uh, so. so real quick, what is like the one thing that you want the Note 10 to have before we get back to our topic? So if there's one thing that I would like to have is, um, you know, a productivity, specific productivity uh, applications, uh, an update to DeX. I want to see DeX be a little bit more desktop centric, better at, as far as having the, uh, you know, the desktop experience. They, they, they did some teasers talking about connectivity, continuity of connectivity between different devices. I want to be able to enjoy having one device that I walk into the house and I can literally jump into watching something on the TV, flip over, go over to the office, keep everything running. So connectivity, and I know that's not specific to the note line, but it has to come out with it because that's the productivity king. Sure, so, yeah. you know, S-Pen optimizations, of course, better gestures, better functionalities. Um, I was very happy with last year's Bluetooth, uh, the, the the connectivity between the phone and the S-Pen to initiate mm-hmm. pictures. That was just phenomenal. That was amazing. Uh, so things there were like actually that. a couple of comments saying like, I want to see an S pen. I was like, what, what? it's a note, <laughs> dude, what's going on? <laughs> like, you know, yeah. it's an S pen. Come on now. So moving away from FaceApp, we do have some other general privacy concerns. And I think the main way that I want to jump into this, uh, this sort of pivot on the topic is you, you touched upon it a second ago, given mm-hmm. all of the different services that we subscribe to, that we give our information to all of the different social media platforms, how much of how much control do we actually have over our data? You mentioned before, free is not totally free. No, no, and and that's the that's the scary part. We trust that big corporations or big companies are able to safeguard our data the right way. And we hear about leaks, we hear about uh, breaches, we hear about attacks. And the reality of the matter is, it you know, and I'm not talking necessarily just even images and so on, because I think the example I was referring to there is, you know, basically, you know, Google Photos. I back up pictures, my pictures to Google Photos, uh, because I've had, I've been, I've been hit before where I, I either lost the phone or I damaged the phone where my data was on it, and I'm like, I always felt like the photos are like the number one thing you worry about because yeah. those are memories that you can't recreate, right? Other data may be duplicated, but images are. Um, I don't know. I really don't. Yeah, you're right. We don't know how much data mining is being done on our data. How much of that information is being used to gather and maybe build databases of so on of content of information that mm-hmm. it may not necessarily reference us. It may not say, you know, TK's pictures or Josh's pictures or whatever, but it's using basically, you know, how many pictures do, on an average does a person take of cats? How many pictures a person takes of their kid or buildings or cars or whatever? That could That's valuable data to a search engine that we normally would not necessarily think about. Can we control them running that that type of analysis? And I don't think we can. It's all on their servers. It's internal. They may not be selling it, but they're gathering data. Yeah, I mean, and our think- e- our emails get scanned. True, true. Our emails do yeah. get scanned. I mean, if you look through any Gmail thing, it it scans your email. That way, it can give you smart compose replies. Exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, so everything is just being looked at. And I wanted to go through a few different pieces of phenomena that 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 seem to happen. I mean, just this past weekend, I was with some friends, and they were complaining about how 
Um, they could talk about anything. Everyone talks about this, but they can talk about anything, any product, any food, any 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 shoes. They could talk about shoes if they wanted to. And then on Instagram, <laughs> the sponsored post is anything that they talked about. So this happens to you. I actually it, don't think it happens to me as much. Oh my god, does it happen? And it, it it it's the reason it's freaky is because it's something that I've talked about that I didn't even search for. Mm-hmm. Meaning I did not ask an assistant for it. I did not. The only thing I did was talk about it. It was a weird conversation. We were talking about beach umbrellas. We weren't going to the beach. I wasn't searching for beaches. It was a and suddenly Instagram shows me a great sponsored post about a beach umbrella. And I was like, <laughs> that's oh. super specific. <laughs> it, it was weird. I mean, obviously, I didn't say a brand or whatever, but it was it's just the, the concept of it that, you know, that it's listening. Mm-hmm. It is listening. There is no way for it to intuitively AI, whatever, figure out that at this point in time, I would be interested in looking at beach uh, umbrellas and so on. Uh, and and it, if for point of reference, you know, it's pretty hot lately. We've been doing a lot of swim meets for my son and we needed some kind of shade and beach umbrellas are the only thing you can get that are big enough to cover you. Uh, but yeah, Instagram, number one culprit there. No other <laughs> app I've seen that uses, that is pretty specific as far as the ads because I'm not into, into Facebook all the time. So for me, Instagram is the only app that does that and it's very consistent. Your friends well, are that's... not alone. I, I, I don't find that that's actually happening to me very often, especially about things I talk about. Things I search for, yeah. I think that's sort of a given at this point that mm-hmm. when you act, when you put in any term into any application, it's going to start giving you more of that. So if I click on a, if I click on, let's say, a, a backpack thing, because I, I love bags, I'm, it's kind of a weird obsession, um, but I love like just fashion forward things like that. Then more of those things will come up. Like I have mm-hmm. an ad right here for barefoot shoes. Like I'm okay, cool. Like I know that I search for that, so I know that that's going to come up. So I get that. That's fine. Uh, but yeah, just things that you're talking about. Like I literally have a uh, Google Assistant enabled uh, device in front of me. I use Google Assistant quite often, not for yep. searches, same here. Uh, but I use it to like control the stuff in my in my office and and whatnot. Um, what are some other ones? And yeah, you did bring up uh, Google Photos as well, and. Google Photos, I think, is one of the main culprits because – not culprits, but one of the main examples because, guys, we all have to remember that some of the key functions of some of the devices that we use literally need this data. Why, TK, why is the Pixel camera the best? Cloud processing, my friend. <laughs> and, and that was exactly demonstrated on that the fact that the Pixel 3a does exactly very similar processing levels to what the Pixel 3 and Pixel 3 XL do. It's exactly. cloud processing. That's how Google is in the software and updating process. And that's, there's, yeah, no question. Uh, you know, uh, perfect photos, processing, backup, uh, just even even just intuitively saying, remember this day from last year when you happened to be on vacation last year around the same time? Yeah, all of those things. It It's all on the cloud, which is scary, but that's usually what the, the main issue that we have. Yeah, that's, that, that's what it is. So the question there is, because Google tries to make it very clear that they're not necessarily trying to like um, – keep a record of who you actually are. So it's not like you're going to go into a Google search, type in somebody's name, and they're like, oh, well, we have a billion photos from that person. No, that's not really what's happening. What, what's really happening in Google Photos, and this is what they've told us, I'm not saying that this is exactly what the gospel truth is, mm-hmm. but what they're, what they're trying to say is that they're just trying to recognize things. And yeah. you look in a photo, it's like, that's a cat. I don't care whose cat it is. I don't care what kind of cat it is. I just know it's a cat. And if that's a person, that's a person. 
We know how to outline a person. That's the point. Uh, so I guess the reason why people got really skeevish about the face app is because it's actually sort of taking very specific pieces of data about your face. Mm-hmm. And then it's able to change it up with filters and whatnot because you can only do that when it has actually scanned your entire face. It's exactly it's that little effect that happens on Facebook or on Snapchat. And again, you know, this happens everywhere where if you hold onto the screen to, to add like a fun filter, you can see it plotting. Yeah, yeah, it, it does face. the facial scanning. Yeah, it's like a, mm-hmm. it, it attempts to do that. And I think the other reason, which I, I, I'm, I'm not sure how you feel about the but specifically deep fake. If you, you remember like all oh, the whole publicity that we just went through the whole deep fake things and uh, picture, you know, they, I think it was a Keenan Peel did that thing with President Obama. There was the whole, they mimic the entire face. Mm-hmm. How do you know what's real, what's not? It's scary. Yes. We're getting into a point where a lot of people are very worried about how they look and the fact that there's enough images of us out there that they can recreate things and they can make things look like th- something else. Um, and I think that's why FaceApp is being scrutinized a little bit more. It's a free app. People have access to it and people can do things to other people without even asking about. So that's it's just how easy it is. I think that's the problem because with deepfake, it requires a lot more processing and not everybody knows how to do it. But an app is so, so easy. So do you think um, how do you feel about this whole idea that we blur the lines of privacy and of personal data? For the sake of convenience, because I think that's what we're kind of touching upon we, here is that we like do, we're, give, we we're giving up some of our rights, not really rights, but we're giving up some of our personal information for the sake of having an easier life. Like, where do you land on that whole phenomenon? Uh, my thought, it's a scary process it, it, and it's a scary thing because we do this on a daily basis and we do accept it. So the fact is you do accept it, starting off, even just using a Google account, you gave up some information, you're using a Gmail, you're having to use it. It's a Google account. Um, I think the main thing would be is to exercise caution and to be selective as to what you put out there. Mm-hmm. That's why we see some people that you know are a little bit more protective of their children when they're younger and not putting their pictures online, not doing things like that. Because the reality of the matter is, you know, the, the kids are too young to make a decision for themselves, and they're not able not able even to say sorry, I don't want to. They may not, or they may. That's the thing they have to decide on. But yeah, we don't have a way of controlling it. We accept it. Um, and I think we just need to exercise caution as to what we do post online. You know, like if you're posting an image that is something to me more personal between you and your family and your friends, keep it in that, you know, transfer it between two people. Use what, you know, more of an encrypted system. Don't post it on Instagram to share it with the rest of the family or on Facebook because you realize the moment it goes on there, the moment it's on, on that service, it's not yours anymore. And yeah, anybody in the world can see it unless you set the privacy, but even then they have access to it. So, and yeah susceptible to any breaches so you have to accept whatever you put out it's a yeah and i think that's i think that's the main takeaway from this whole week okay so everyone's question you know how the media is always all about their sound bites and whatnot they always say the exact same thing where do we draw the line you know and all that and i get it i get that that's the question but i think that is really hard to these days especially in the in the age of social media like where do you draw the line when you have so many people who are just so happy and willing to jump on the bandwagon Mm -hmm. post pictures of themselves and everybody else and get onto this like virality train that um could could mean bad things down the line. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't realize it in the moment while we're doing it, but by then maybe it's too late. But that's sort of a dystopian way of looking at the world. And I, I, I would actually, I would actually tell people don't don't worry about it so much, um, because even on the local news, they're saying things like if you're a person at a high level 
like you're very important, like a high, high, uh, a person of high importance, mm-hmm. um, it's probably best to have a phone for your personal stuff and a phone for your work stuff, because God forbid you have face app and it actually is data mining. No one has proven that yet, but God forbid you have face app on there. It is data mining. And then you have it on a phone that has like sensitive government materials in it. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, exactly. Yeah. Or if, yeah. Even because then even if you're encrypted, you, it's access it because you unencrypt when you, uh, when you unlock. And if you install an application into a, a secured environment, yeah, you pretty much just gave it access. That, that is yeah. just big. Yeah, no, I, I totally I think- agree. I think that I think that just harkens to I think what is the full general idea behind this past week, which is just be more mindful. You just have to be a lot more mindful about it. Like just even earlier, I wanted us to be mindful about it. I wanted us to illustrate mindfulness by turning on airplane mode and by uninstalling the app the moment we did the one thing we wanted to do in it and then putting it away. Like um and I, I think everyone should I think I think that's what everyone should be doing more often. It's just being more mindful about it. Yeah. Um and, and, and try to even, look into permissions. Android does a really good job of telling you what an application is accessing and what it needs. And mm-hmm. if it's something that you don't feel like it's right, you have to weigh, you know, the pros and cons. Is it worth taking that risk, you know, and potentially exposing some data that you don't want uh, to the to the universe? So just, I think the dual phone is is an option. I mean, we may we may have that luxury, but not everybody could. Um, yeah. Things that people should be also aware of is that a lot of new phones now offer encrypted environments within their phone like and i think you and i did that when we did the honor view 20 a while back where when i when i was uh, when you were using the phone i created a, spe- a separate space for you and that is it has separate data and in, in, environments so there's also things that you could do there so you can keep things more uh, you know private and secure on your phone so look into all the features a lot of the new phones have good uh, good options for protection yeah for sure all right. Well, I think we've exhausted, not really exhausted. I mean, I'm sure there's so many things that people would want to know about um, yeah. FaceApp and about privacy and whatnot. That's when I'm going to go ahead and pass it off to all of you viewers and listeners. Uh, listeners, uh, head over to the YouTube version of the podcast and get into the comment sections because that's what we're going to be responding to. Uh, what we want to ask you is how did two questions. How did you feel about FaceApp? Did you did you use it a lot? What was your experience with it? And after that, how much do you actually think we are in control of our personal data and privacy? Um, you can give stories. You can give us what your thoughts are. You can give us maybe your concerns, I suppose. I mean, I know everyone is concerned about stuff like this these days, and this is just the latest example of that. So get into the comment sections on the YouTube version of the podcast to let us know how you feel. And next week in our mid-break, we will respond to some of those comments. Um, all right. I think that should pretty much do it. Uh, so this is the new format of the Pocket Now Weekly. Uh, I'm, I'm going to start calling it the Pocket Now Podcast because honestly, if topics like this come up in the middle of the week, I would love to just get onto the camera, get one other person with me, and we have a discussion about those topics. And whenever that might happen, it might be on a different day. So weekly, it might be a moot point at this point. It's just going to be a discussion. <laughs> um, TK, go ahead and let everybody know where they can find you. Uh, well, you know, most uh, if you guys don't know me already by now, uh, it's uh, basically TK Bay on most social uh, uh, networks, uh, TKDSL8655 on Twitter and on Instagram, and of course, on, over at XDA Developers. Uh, I've been there for a long, <laughs> like eight, nine years there. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm around and always a pleasure to hang out with you, Josh, and, uh, you know, have a nice little conversation over some topics, you know, popular topics. Yeah. 
for sure. Um, these one-on-one discussions are going to become more and more common. So it's going to be somebody talking with myself. I am Joshua Vergar. You know me. I am at JVTechT all over the place. I'm JV. I love tech and I love to drink me some tea. You can find my channel over on YouTube as well. It's easy to find me. Just put my name in, but it's also youtube.com slash Joshua Vergara. After that, you can follow Pocket Now. Of course, you're watching the Pocket Now Weekly or listening to it in your favorite podcasting app. So remember to get into any of those podcasting apps and drop us some five-star ratings. Give us some reviews on that. We'd love to hear what your opinions are. And no matter what application you're using, thank you so much for listening to this show for so, so many weeks straight. We're trying to change things up now because it's a new world out there. So we want to be sure that we have these kinds of discussions where you can get in on the action. But also, we just are happy that you have us in the background, no matter what you might be doing. All right. So with uh, all of that said, wow, I did all of that right off the top of my head. So it's <laughs> <laughs> good. It's good. All right. So um, yeah, uh, don't forget to follow Pocket Now all across social media at Pocket Now, and also to subscribe to the YouTube channel so you can see the Pocket Now Daily, of course, hosted by Jaime Rivera. And uh, yeah, uh, look forward to all of the other pieces of content we have here on the channel. And with all of that said, we're going to go ahead and call it on this one. Thank you so much for watching, and we will see you on the next episode.